0: Y'all. it's your boy Convo with Marlowe you know what I'm saying today I got a special guest here with me today who do I have the pleasure of being here with Michael McCradden. before Michael. they're a famous guy before they're famous first and foremost I want to thank you for letting me come over you know what I'm saying the background's looking nice I like the whole setup I could tell a million dollars went into here how long did it take to get get it all I mean obviously they can't see everything but how long did it take to get it all like this um, Cause for sure a lot went into this.
1: Yeah, we had a studio in Toronto and then I bought a house this during the pandemic. And then I was paying a mortgage, or, uh, and a studio, and I'm like, man, I, I, I better pick one or the other. Yeah. yeah. So then the, the this room wasn't done in my house, so we fixed it up and moved all the equipment in here. I'm shocked it fit. Like something like we had to cut this in half because it used to be taller. Mm. But it's a yeah, it's probably like a hundred grand of gear in here. Sheesh. And uh, three sets, so you know, it, me and my wife and and whoever on the team comes over, but it's uh, it work. It's a working set, man.
0: Oh yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to say where we are, but it's like, this is a, well, to me, it's a nice area, a nice looking area. So to people,
1: come, my house tour is out there. They, they can probably find me if they want. We're in Hamilton, Ontario. Oh, you want to, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think you'd say that, but yeah, we're in Hamilton. I can't get a, 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 a drink at the store without kids going, yo, I are know that, you, yeah. bro. So the <laughs>
0: secret's out. That's a nice feeling having people come up to you, knowing you for your work, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely the youth. It's, it's, it's kids that are younger than me that grew up where YouTube was their television. Yeah. And uh, Before They're Famous kind of sells the hope. Like, how did that guy do it? I want to do it as well. So if, they're, if they were into Logan Paul or Jake Paul or rappers or anyone, they watch my show kind of looking for, for the roadmap. Yeah, yeah. So now, before, before
0: we get into Before They're Famous and all that other stuff, let me ask about you who are you? Where are you from? How long have you been doing this? You know what I'm saying? Th- those types of things. Yeah, thing.
1: yeah, yeah. So, Michael McCrudden, Um, I've been on YouTube since 2013. Shit. And it was, uh, I, I prior to that, I spent my life trying to be in, in traditional media and I had some success, but nothing to make a career out of. I'd get some acting roles from like five years old up to 25. I'd be in TV shows and movies And I went to school at at college and university to be in the entertainment industry as a writer, actor, host. And that's all in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. I I was in *Dumb and Dumber*, which was in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. But for the most part, it's always been I've been a Toronto guy. Like when Drake was in *Degrassi*, I would go audition for *Degrassi* and be like, "Well, you know, Drake's got something I don't. You know, he's he's one of a kind. Whereas you know, tall white guys probably there's a. 30 of me going out for that audition, right? <laughs> um, and that's another thing. I found out that I was a bit too tall when you met me. You were like, yo, you're giant. Yeah, you're big. 6'4". Yeah, because
0: so- online, like like I said before, you look 5'8", five, 5'9", five, a little bit skinnier. Face-to-face, you're like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six,
1: you have like a lineman body shape type <laughs> I of know. thing. I was like 300 pounds not too long ago, and I was like really a burly man. So, But that makes it hard to be an actor because you're, you're, you're basically like in the tough guy roles the cop or or, uh, I was like often like a SWAT member anyway you can't play like
0: a detective or anything because I guess I guess the way they look at you like your body shape plays has to play the character too
1: yeah like I think Tom Cruise looks the best on a movie screen because he's you know he's a short guy but it it really does give like good uh, your body fits into cars and it fits in their boardrooms and it fits into stuff well but if you're like this big macho man you're you're you belong in Shrek. Like, yeah. you're just too big. Uh,
0: okay, okay, so when when did the whole, like, so you said at an early age, becoming an actor was was a thing. When, when did you find out, like, at what age around did you find out, like, you know what, this is not going to work out. No matter how much of a dream this is for mm-hmm. me, it's just not, because, you know, most people say, no matter what it takes, just follow it. Follow your dream. Something will come up, come about it. Yeah. You, at one point, said, fuck that. You know what
1: I'm saying? When was that? Uh, well, I remember, okay, there was moments in my childhood where I did school plays and my dad was a real sports guy and I couldn't understand why he liked sport. And I loved doing the performing and the arts, right? Mm -hmm. So my family knew pretty early on, like this kid's never going to give up. So I was always into arts and entertainment. But then after doing university and college, I, you know, you're looking for work. And at the odd time I would go for a job that was like, uh, sales or, uh, I don't know, like I remember going for like a solar panel job. I don't know what it was, installation and sales. Mm -hmm. But they were like, yo, you're so into the arts. We don't even want to hire you because we could tell you have, you're just doing this for a paycheck. Your passion is arts and entertainment. So I was kind of like, this has to work. So thank God for the internet and thank God for YouTube. Because I would, you know, I would have, I would have had to have been a TV host and just, just the timing that YouTube At first i thought it was a joke it ended up becoming the future yeah oh yeah no youtube um because when i when i first found out about youtube
0: it's when videos were still only 10 minutes long i don't i don't remember how long ago that was but um yeah to to come to come and find out that now this is like a main source of income
1: for a lot of individuals it's it's the long way it came i think i saw like three billion dollars a week get gets, uh, I think in three, so a billion dollars a week gets paid out, something like that. So how many people are, are, are living off doing this? It's incredible.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, no, that's nice. So, so now, now growing up
1: in, you said Toronto, what, what was, what was that lifestyle like? I was in the suburbs. I was in Mississauga, uh, which is cool. Like, you know, kind of like where I am now in Hamilton. Everyone's got their their house and their spot. There's not really much of a downtown. There's a shopping mall and stuff, similar to Edmonton, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was pretty cool. It was kind of boring. You know, I had a bike. I was uh, I was always just kind of a shithead, like fireworks or you know drinking underage or chasing girls. Yeah. I was always just a bit of a, a wild child, and uh, so it's funny because the friends that I grew up with. Are still like my closest friends. I went to university. I, w- I got into YouTube and stuff, and I'm still friends with the same guys I was friends with when I was six, oh, wow. which is pretty cool. Like, you know, and that one guy's a real estate agent. The other guy's a lawyer or a doctor or a business owner, and then I'm the YouTube guy, which is totally strange. Yeah. But everyone's like, it makes sense what we all became. Mm. Because it, it fits. It fits your character. Yeah. It fits everyone's character. Yeah. Wow, that's
0: nice. Well, um, what what was life like at home? Did you have strict parents? Were your parents lenient? Cool. Great parents. Didn't care.
1: No, great parents. I was the fourth child, so they, uh, you know, they were probably tired by the time I came around, <laughs> and, and, like, we were all spaced out quite a bit. Like, my oldest is like, 15 years older than me. Damn. So then um, I was the Hellraiser, and they were like, oh, my God, we, we wanted the last one to be quiet. So I know that like I the gave opposite. them... The yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah. I gave them a lot of, uh, like, I, they said that they could never keep me entertained if I would go to, like, Wonderland for the day. I'd come home and start knocking on the neighbors to, like, hang out. I'd be, like, eight. So they're, like, yo, this guy really needs to be stimulated all the time. So then I guess that's what turned into, like, I needed attention, and I needed to be a performer, and I needed to be all those things. So my parents are great, though. Um, You know, money wasn't, like, we had plenty of it, but we had, like, a really nice house. And, uh, you know, if I wanted a bike, I'd get one at Christmas. So I'm very fortunate and, like, really close with my family. They're, They're, like, an Irish... There are, my dad's coming over. We're going to go work on my pool after this. Yeah. But like, we're like, just, I don't know, Irish people. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't Irish like, like drinkers? Yeah. Like, don't y'all like drinking? Yeah. Drinking, dancing and, and laughing, which yeah, I, yeah. which definitely checks a lot of boxes for me. I, yeah. I recently gave up drinking after the pandemic. I got too fat and it was starting to make me really depressed. So I've decided to cut it out of my life and it's yeah. been like three months which is a really big accomplishment. And uh, I might be kicked out of Ireland, <laughs> but you know. Has it been a
0: long three months or like it's just been flying by without drinking?
1: Yeah, if, if, well, you know, like I've always thought about like, you know, I would like to give this a break and then a, a, an event would come up and I'm back drinking like at a party or whatever with friends. So I just made like the conscious decision to finally just not do it. Yeah, And once I, I don't know, I guess it's hard to get to that stage but once I got to that stage, it was after like Vegas and LA and I partied a bunch. So it's like, that's it. And once I made the decision, that has been going smoothly. The best ever. That's good.
0: So is there has there ever been a point where it's like, ah, man, I can't do it. I'm going to go right back to it. Or you haven't looked back since?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like probably there's like uh, people have invited me to, to things where I'm like, yeah, I probably not. Number one, it's going to be like far away. And number two, if I'm stuck out there all day, I'll probably start you know, indulging and then sleeping over and, you know, I got a wife and, uh, we're trying to have kids and I got this business to run. So just, I just like kind of abstain home, working on my show, working on myself, working on my fitness. yeah. And, uh, that's just it. I'm I'm also like close to 40. Right. So like going out and partying and stuff, it's like, I've done all of that and more. So I'm like, I'm happy with this new chapter. Oh yeah. So, so so finally, like, you're at a point
0: right now where it's like it's time to move forward. It's time to move on to something new that all that stuff is in the past now.
1: Yeah, there's not really much for me to go out and like hit a club and pop a bottle or stuff stuff.
0: <laughs> buy a booth. Yeah, like do it doesn't
1: make sense anymore. So yeah, that chapter is definitely behind me and like I'd be more excited taking a kid to football practice. Mm. And I just want to be like young and healthy and not like drinking and like hungover for yeah. any of that. Oh, yeah. So it was just a big decision I had to come to, and uh, probably because I'm Irish, but I, definitely the pandemic. Like it was just, because yeah. life wasn't changing and things, and then I'm like, you know what? This is this is causing more problems than it's doing good for me. So
0: I just cut it out. Mm. So now, now let's get to what it is that you do right now. Uh, before you got into this, was there like what what made you want to start this? Did you have a nine to five that wasn't working out? Did you just have an epiphany one day? What happened? What what was the
1: idea behind this? How did that become... Before they tonight? were famous. Yeah. Well, so no, I, I remember going... I was going to become... I think I got a job to... Uh, in Ed, It was in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I was going to become a breakfast television reporter. Wow. And I got the job. And then soon after, like, oh, bad news, we're, cl- we're closing the station. Wow. And I was like, I can't even get a job because the the, the industry is so fragile. Whatever. So then, on Craigslist, someone said, "We're starting a YouTube show. Come be the host." And I was like, "This sucks, man!" Like I was an actor member. I had TV shows in development. I was like, you know, I was some some. I had sixty grand worth of education. I was like, Shit. destined to do something bigger than host a few YouTube videos. Yeah, and at yeah. that time, YouTube was like Jenna Marbles, Epic Meal Time, and Matthew Centauro. and I and Lily Singh. I, that's like c- kind of Canadian, but I didn't see. The potential. I was like, these videos suck. And it was me talking about things that were kind of like half true. Yeah. Like, like. You book. had to sprinkle some lies on top of it. Yeah, because it was clickbait. Like, it mm. was like, we would talk about Miley Cyrus twerking. But we weren't there or we would, like, change the words so that it would get more viewers. But then they, or they would think they're going to find the footage of her twerking, but they would just find us. Yeah. And that was awkward because then the hate was like. Crazy. Yo, show us the clip. I don't want to hear you guys talking, right? So we were, like, new, like youth news hosts. Mm-hmm. And uh, no discredit to the to people that employed me and found me and gave me a chance. But I just didn't see the potential. I still wanted, to like, a legitimate job with, like, a... Uh, a consistent paycheck, a salary. Yeah. And, you know, I'm getting 20 bucks a video for a long, long time. 20 dollars a vid, a yeah. video. Wow. Yeah. So and I do like two a week. So yeah. like 40 bucks. And then I was a bartender as well. But then I said, I remember one day I'm like, I did 12 videos today. Like 250. Like yeah. okay, we do that every day. That's a job. Yeah. So it started getting better for sure. And then the, I could see that there was money coming in. So then I'm like, well, not much else is working. I'm not, I don't want to be a bartender forever. So I started making videos in my mom's basement and I was getting close to 30 years old. But uh, I made a bunch of different things. But the before there famous videos on people that I grew up obsessed with, those ones were really hitting. Yeah, And uh, it was just the it was the time that YouTube started becoming what it is today. And like, you know, you Google Dan Bilzerian or Jim Carrey or anyone you want really uh, they would find my videos and yeah. it was it was a well packaged thing it was a good host good writing and uh, i kept adding to the pile and the whole thing just kept expanding wow it got so big that like hollywood's like who the
0: hell is this guy you so so at what point did you know that like you know this is
1: this is becoming a thing now like what what happened for you to know well the money started coming in mm. and uh you know I've talked about it in other podcasts and not that I'm, I'm being boastful or whatever. It was just, I got really lucky with the timing of, of getting on YouTube just before everyone else really did and taking it seriously. Some of these paychecks were equivalent to what you would make in a year coming in per month. Shit.
0: Are are you able to give a specific number or would you rather stay away from that?
1: No, I've said it before. I don't want to talk too much about it, but I think the first big one was like 86 grand. One paycheck for a month. That's what I see in a year. Yeah. What? Yeah, and I showed it to uh, my buddy at the time. I was doing a radio show with him, and like my bank account was like negative fifty bucks. Yeah, and then boom, boom.
0: life changed. Almost six six. Oh my goodness! Almost, Almost six, six, six figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like th- those videos back then were probably only like, three minutes long, and pr- I filmed like after hours on that side job. Edited them on iMovie, so like had no no costs. Yeah, for eighty six grand, like Shit. my mind was blown. Crazy, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, like I, I can make these better. I can make these longer. I can hire an editor. I can get like, you know, fuck, god. like I don't know. I'm like, and then, and I knew before they're famous had so much potential because um, there's always a new star. There's always a new team for every basketball. Yep. There's a draft. There's
0: always something going
1: on. There's always something, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's just kind of honing it in, and, and then owning my uh, my my little space in the in the global you know news economy, which is tough, right? Like like I'm not Rolling Stone magazine, mm-hmm. nor am I Forbes, and they've got a lot more technology and resources than I do. But I keep the show branded with the with the clouds and and and, and me hosting because that's my little you know my little security as I have that little piece of the pie.
0: Yeah. 86k. That is, man. Cause um, it's funny you say 80. Cause, cause a few weeks ago I was doing the math on how much I make a year. I'm like, okay, 80, 80k. That's around roughly where I make. And then to know that you could get that in one month for one month, like, damn. What am I
1: doing wrong? Fuck. You know
0: what I'm no, saying, bro? That
1: was eye opening to me. Now, I I was in Ireland. I previous that I made 10k, mm-hmm. and I took my mom to Ireland for New Year's because my sister was living there and she got married to a guy irish as i said yeah and i was there Oh, and i had a, one of my best friend my best man was in ireland so a lot of reasons why i was there but while i was there dj khaled retweeted my before they're famous on him uh i think it was roman atwood yeah the biggest guy at the time he shared it or it went vi- I had three videos simultaneously go viral like wow. five million so views your phone was just going crazy yeah but i'm looking at like yo i made five grand today Wow. The next day, three grand. Oh, so to get to that 86,000, you have a month of like, oh my God, I hit the lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, and it's I happening see. in real time. Like, you look at your phone, you're like, another one. Another one. And I hadn't even touched rap. I hadn't even got to 21 Savage. Like, I'm like, this is going to go on for a while. Oh, man. That's. Man, to, to hear news
0: like that, it's like, fuck. Now I got to look into different ways to, to get, get myself there. Well,
1: dude, back then, right, we had to drive people to YouTube through Twitter, through Facebook. And uh, and I, I remember I used to post a, a picture of me hosting to every of every video to Instagram to get people to watch it. Yeah. But now it's like, you could be on YouTube, you could be on Rumble, you could be on Snapchat, you could be on TikTok, Facebook. They all pay. So like, man, there's so many different ways
0: to Way do too it. many,
1: Yeah. Oh, that's it's not going to stop.
0: Yeah. Wow. So
1: so the name before they're famous. Where yeah. where did
0: the name come from?
1: Yeah, it's I honestly it was just such an easy and to, no one actually had really done anything with that name. Mm-hmm. I like I own the trademark now. Wow. So before they're famous was it was obviously just Here's why it was successful because it like another show could be uh complex, let's say hot ones. Great name. But it doesn't really, like, Google uh, someone and then hot ones. You're like, what is this? If you don't know the show already. But Before They are Famous gave me keywords, gave me before, Mm -hmm. DJ Khaled before, and then DJ Khaled famous. So because of SEO, it was, if oh, why is DJ Khaled famous? Boom, my video served Uh... to them. What did DJ Khaled do before? Boom, my video served to them. So it really lit up on the SEO. And it was just, uh, I just picked it as a no-brainer. Was it was it like a business marketing move, or is it just it just came to you? Looking back, I just I, I the first video I made before they're famous was Jim Carrey, yeah. and I'm like I do it the exact same way before da da da, before da da da, before da da da, and then at the end of the video I go and the rest of the story. Well, you know the story because this is before they're famous. Yeah, like yeah, none yeah. of that's ever changed. Yeah. But again, like I did go to school and I'd been on a lot of sets and I'd made a lot of television, so I did have some some like knowledge to like how to package a good show. But I couldn't believe uh, it all. It just really all fit in with the change in technology. Mm. And uh, I've seen before they're famous at like, like on TV show, like slide shows or like uh, before the movies roll at Cineplex, they'll play like trivia. And I've seen before they're famous, but no one ever like turned it into anything. And to me, it's just such a, everyone loves a baby photo yeah of a celebrity yeah like zach galifianakis what the hell did he look like i'd love to know mm-hmm. lebron james was a big like I, the goat you gotta see he still looked like himself when he was like 12 or like six yeah it's, it's cool right comparing yourself to what you used to look like what about morgan freeman
0: i've never as much as ah! i've never seen a baby picture of him he was born old bro <laughs> this guy came out the womb with a beard with a white beard yeah. and everything
1: yeah I know. I that was a that was a joke we used to tell around the office. We'll do everyone but Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Man, um, hearing that it's like the the way you could easily twist that story and say it was all business, you know, like, I thought about this from day one, but like to, to know that like it just sounded good in your head and and you put it all together and now it's a whole thing is is crazy. It just goes to show how things could really play out sometimes. Like without without even putting no mind or effort behind it.
1: Mm-hmm. it's a big it, like you know like there's there's years obviously the show has been hotter than it, than it has been and things change right there's more com- competition mm-hmm. but the show will continue to go on for years but it's been a really big moment for a lot of stars mm. like people are uh, like and Cord- Corday Corday like, yeah. bro I'm on this stuff uh, and that's just one off the top of my head like I, I mean Lotto I remember being like I was with my wife at dinner or something and Lotto was like, oh, shit, I'm on this show. I'm actually famous. Like, no I way. was serving these people the justification of fulfilling their dreams. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess because I'm not in Hollywood, it's I've always been a little disassociated with it. But, like, the show is as popular as ever there. Yeah. Because that, it's got the Hollywood Hills and the clouds. And I'm like, these Sheesh. people really feel solidified. It's like getting verified on, on Instagram back before you could pay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That That's
0: nice. Um, the... The, the facts, the informations. where do you go for all that? Yeah. I, know, I
1: know it's not Google. Where, yeah. where, where
0: do you go for all of it? Do, it do you changes. have a
1: main source? It's, yeah, it's funny because when I started doing this, the show was really hard to put together. Like doing someone like PewDiePie, mm. you go to their Wikipedia, and the information would be very scarce, uh, especially YouTubers. Like scarce as a YouTuber, that's popped in my head. Mm. So we'd have to watch a lot of their old videos to try and pull... T- nuggets mm. and back then i draw my life was a obviously a big thing where these youtubers would tell their story and draw pictures so you'd be pulling from videos but in the time since now like man there and i was noticing like press i guess because the money wasn't on the internet yet that like press were still sell like rolling stone was still a magazine the website would be just like fluff mm-hmm. or not or and now it's behind a paywall but there wasn't a ton of good information on the internet. So I was like, shit, I'm, I'm giving the answers no one else is offering. So anyway, you would just take a little piece from here. But I'd say the best stuff obviously comes from like these interviews. And there was no podcast or anything when I started. So uh, yeah, sometimes yeah. it was really hard to piece these things together. Mm. Sometimes it was easy. I remember DJ Khaled. He hadn't done a real interview yet. So, you know, we're, oh, I'd go to their Instagram and look at all their TBT photos, like Mm -hmm. throwbacks, and read the caption. And they'd be like, yo, love you, Ma. Thanks for taking care of me. And I turn that into a two paragraph thing like, this photo shows that he was with a single mother and he still respects her for working those six jobs. Like, I would just take nothing and pull a life story out of it.
0: Sheesh. One thing I gotta ask you, because you've probably already heard of it already Duke Dennis. The Duke yeah, Dennis. Yeah. Oh God. I saw, <laughs> Damn. I saw the Duke Dennis video. Um, I saw. Ow. I I Ow. saw that shit. And um. You know the internet's quick. The if it's one thing about the internet besides it being ruthless, it's quick, quick and ruthless. I saw. And the thing is, Duke was even Duke Dennis was even reacting to. It. I saw him reacting to it. Um. Oh, no. The pictures. The pictures and some of the information. Yeah. Where are those from?
1: I think what. The information was fine. It was just mad that we were talking about his girlfriend. Uh, but the photos were totally not him. Sorry.
0: No so, problem. No problem. So,
1: um, yeah, I, I reacted to his reaction. I remember my, my phone blew up. I'm like, man, I've been doing this 10 years. Do I need this shit? But when people react and roast me, that, that's, you know, our videos and our channel upticks. It's yeah, yeah, good yeah. for business. Especially a guy like Duke. He's huge. Exactly. And I'm getting old, right? I'm like, having, like I just filmed Finum. <laughs> was his buddy's name. Uh which one? There's Phanum. Oh, oh, Phantom.
0: Phantom. Phanum. <laughs> ah! That's that's what you're trying to say. <laughs> they they got on you for that, bro. Too. I it's just Phantom. filmed that. Phanum. I think I did Phanum. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He got you on the name too. Yeah. Phanum. So that's because I'm, I'm out of touch, right? I don't yeah. know all these kids. So and I think I called him Phanum, bro. And it's going up next week. So that's going. <laughs> oh, you you made one of him. I filmed it here. Like, this like. Three and, days and you ago, you said "fenum" the whole time. I think so. Can't you can't you go back and redo it? I do, but now I have to re-edit it. That's going to cost me money to do it again. Yeah. Fuck, that's that's Fnum. scary. I'll have to watch it and see what
0: I said. Oh my! Do you know the name of the others, just in case? Because I don't want you to Chris next door. Right. Okay, yeah, that's one. Kai Senat. Senat. Kai Senat.
1: Or is it Kai Senat?
0: I think Senat sounds yeah. the best. I think it's Senate. Someone told me it was Senate. His background's Haitian, and I'm yeah. Haitian too. But I've never that last name. I never ran into that last name. I'm pretty sure it's Kai Senate or Senate. Yeah. Well, s- what someone did tell me that Phantom. Anyway, but yeah, um, ne- for next time, if there is a the next time, it's Phantom, not Phanum, Phanum. You know what?
1: I'll I'll do an audio recording and I'll just have them dub over all my if I every time out. you say it. Yeah, I'll make it. <laughs> I'll make it some editor's problem. But yeah, the pictures. I was um, yeah, and I
0: saw him reacting to the pictures. I, I first. Like, before he said anything, because he kept on pausing the video. I'm looking at the pictures. I'm like, is that? that's not him. I quickly went to the comments. The comments were, were on you. They're saying, he thinks all black people look the same. He got these pictures from um, Kijiji. Like, just saying bullshit. The pictures. Where are the, where are the pictures from?
1: Oh, I, I gave up on editing videos. Soon as I got that oh, so, eighty six grand. I don't edit the videos. Oh,
0: so it's an editor that did that. Yeah. I oh. haven't edited a
1: video. I can't. I have to I have to write and host and pick and, the topics and we have like six channels. You it's wanna know
0: what sucks busy. about that? Um no, we don't see the editor. We see you. So so all, 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 the little mistakes in these in these videos, we come straight for you. Yeah. And by we, I mean, you know, what I'm saying the 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 people that watch the video. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not the type of person to talk crazy in the comments, but like, right. we we come we come to you, and you're the one that made the
1: mistake. Yeah. I've taken a lot of L's, man. It's someone's life, but and listen, we have a we have a budget, right? Like, I don't know if the video is gonna get two thousand views or two hundred thousand views, but regardless, I'm making the video. So unfortunately, if not, if they're not all doing so well, then the quality starts to dip, mm-hmm. and then you gotta like edit these faster and cheaper. And when that happens, then there's gonna be some mistakes. I'm assuming they they went to some websites that had just put up shitty pictures, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh, it was tagged as him, so that must be it." Uh, people got in, someone got fired over that. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, obviously all the hate goes to me. I really did try and like diversify the team. I hired a bunch of different hosts and stuff kind of like, so that everyone, like this is a business and there's a lot of us here doing it. But at the end of the day, my voice, my face is the brand and the brand has gotten taken some big hits online. Like a lot of people even if which is strange to me like we're telling people you're famous and or you're rich you know and people are taking offense by that oh yeah a lot i don't do. know it seems strange to
0: me it's, it, it, i never understand how people are like oh i don't want my business to be out there that's kind of hard now especially when your face is well known your business is going to be out there some way somehow especially if you grew up using the internet you've put a whole bunch of your own information as a young kid yeah. that will follow you till you get older and you know once you have a diehard fan fan base they're gonna find those things, They're
1: and I'm not even a I'm not even a hacker. Like I don't look into like what, people's IP address, nor do I gossip and like talk on camera about stuff you hear through like, yo, I heard they got arrested, or like if it's not printed in the press, it's not my business. If it's not on TMZ. I don't I don't use it. So I don't know why you should be people should be so offended. I think there's meaner people of making course. celebrity content. Like people make shitty videos about me, right? It hurts my feelings. But at the end of the day, I understand um, they might get some some clicks off bringing me down. And listen, I've had to do that uh, months where we couldn't pay our rent and stuff. We've had to make videos I probably wish we never made. Someone that I like really like, maybe like uh, Steve-O or Bam or Jera. We've done, you know, Bam or Jera is going through a hard time, but I've had to make a few videos about his downfall, you know, with addiction and, and his family affairs and and the mental health. I'm guessing. And it doesn't make me feel good, but we also have to. A lot of people like that kind of content, and that's the thing that sucks about it. Well,
0: people love negative shit. People, that's what people are in love with. Yeah, I, I saw. Are you familiar with Charlemagne the God? Yeah. He he said, um, people. What was it? People find the a lie more entertaining than the truth, or it, it was something within within those. That yeah, makes sense. It, it's not. I'm not saying what you're saying is a lie. It's just anything that has negative turn to it or anything downfall like to it mm-hmm. that's what people are gonna come to share send it to friends hey check this video out. and the the worst thing about it is at some point in time you might run into this person and you don't know what that interaction is gonna be like you could be the best person in the world but yeah. they already dislike you because of the video you made on him or her
1: yeah that's probably why i stayed in canada because i talked about everyone mm-hmm. and at the end of the day i think i'm doing a really respectful job sure it's entertaining and sure we get into some stuff they probably don't want highlighted but i think there could be much worse people doing this job like probably the reason i stayed in business for 10 years is because i'm a pretty decent guy mm-hmm. but uh i yeah it is it's a and a billion views which i've gotten Sheesh. really starts to you know your head your your identity's been kind of like broken off into a million different directions some people think this about me some people think this about me some people think and i probably keep a low profile because i don't know what you know some people will hate me some people love me End of the day, I want them to like the guy who hosts the show. Yeah. seem that seems to have gotten across. So that's it, you know. Uh, so one thing I really gotta ask you because I, I I don't know if it was your video
0: that or if it was you that showed it. Uh, a few years back, you did a Kendrick Lamar video.
1: Yeah, and, fuck. and you said
0: you said the n word.
1: Hey, it was the name of an album.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I'm just I'm saying what I yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, what? Why Why did you say it? What happened after you said it? You know what I'm saying? What, what followed after that?
1: That video is from back when I was first getting started, like really early on in the YouTube career. I'd say 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. And it resurfaced in 2021 when I was building a studio in downtown Toronto. Now, why it resurfaced is, is strange to me. Now, it really was someone saw me trying to make moves forward and said, let's hit him yep. with a, uh, like it was definitely a, some kind of smear campaign. Mm. Uh, and I'm going back to why I said it. I remember that I was still, I didn't have my own team. I was still working by myself and it, it, I would never say the word, geez, dude, I'm walking on eggshell. I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing videos on a lot of uh, colored people yeah. uplifting them. Like, Mainstream media was not giving Lil Wayne the same respect as they were giving country stars, mm-hmm. and I was here seeing. I see no difference because I grew up the younger generation. Whatever, um, I said it because it, the name of the album. I wouldn't have said it any other reason, any other way, but because it was the name of an album, I was like, "Well, do I want to be taken serious, or to like, you know, would an MTV host not say the name of an album?" I go, mm-hmm. "I don't know. I think they would. It's 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 a name of a product, of, like." Will he be mad if I'm not promoting his album? Because I can't say the word. Like i Jay-Z and Kanye West put out a song, Paris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I never I love that song. I never could say the title of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was a bit of a conundrum. Anyway, I we did what we I did what I did because I thought that I was being a good journalist. Thought I was giving respect to the album. Not not the derogatory term or the racism behind it. I was promoting his work, promoting his his artistry, his fame, whatever. So I said the word. But yeah, the fact that there was a sound bit got turned into something that certainly wasn't. Um, the you know fuck, I don't, I don't even, that's, that's need, I don't need to defend if I'm a racist or not. I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone thinks I am.
0: No, no, I don't, I don't think you are. It's just when I saw it, cause the this, this is how good the internet is. I saw apart from you saying it, and then the the video just ended right there. So I'm like, there's got to be more to this, cause there's no way he's just saying it and then the video has to end there. But I'm the, to me. I feel like logical thinkers come rarely. And what I mean by that is people will see that video and just run with it and be like, yeah, he's a racist. Let me move on with my day. And every time they see you online, he's racist. Don't listen to him. Don't this, don't that. And so on and so on. So in some people's eyes, you're looked at as that type of person, even though there's way more to it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's not even like...
1: Honestly, that one... Obviously, well, that we to be totally honest, we did hire new hosts and... It wasn't even a, a because I live in Toronto. You're Canadian too, right? Mm -hmm. Like Alfonso Davies is from where you're from. Like we live in multicultural Mecca. Like everyone's something, right? When I grew up, my best friend's this, that, or whatever, right? So anyway, when I went to hire a new host, I'm like, who are the best hosts I know? It turns out they were all Mm African-American. Azalea Hart from Toronto. now works at Chum. Marlon Palmer. He's like, he was going to be the Much Music VJ. I thought he should have got the job. He did it. So I was like, "Yo, you should take over my show." These are just like the most talent ever. But and I think I hired them previous to me being called. I did. I could hired Azalea before this thing came out. So I don't know. It was just some kind of attack on me, man. I don't. It's so strange to me. At the end of the day, like you couldn't. Like how could I? I grew up in Mississauga. Like it's the most. You're just, from birth, you're, you're, I'm, you're hanging out with everyone from every different yeah, walk of yeah, life. Yeah. So it would just be insane for that. It's just someone trying to make my name look bad. And there's been worse attacks. That was like not even the worst one. There's been worse. Yeah. Some of the worst. When X passed away. What did you say when X passed away? No, we made, we did his video before they were gone. You know, it was a oh. biography when people passed away and the whole world attacked me for that. But they don't attack you for anybody else. Um, yeah, no, Mac Miller was another attack. It's, it's favoritism uh,
0: it's favoritism I, I'm, I'm realizing that's what it is because um, I don't know how strong you are into like the whole rap uh, Lil Vaughn or King Vaughn sorry you know who King Vaughn yeah, when yeah. he passed away people are saying we lost a real one we lost this we lost that but it's like the hypocrisy behind that to me is crazy people are saying he's a, he's this he's, I'm not knocking anything he does but he's a serial killer this guy killed multiple people talked about it bragged about it boasted about it whatever you want whatever you want to but it's like what goes Ooh. around comes around. Sad to say, wow. and it's just one of those type of things where it's like, damn, that's how you feel. That's how you feel when he passes away. Now, now everyone's wishing death upon the guy that did it. To me, it's just a crazy world we're living in. Yeah, Hi- it's hypocrisy is at its highest, and in a lot of cases,
1: I know for sure. Like I, I run a Hollywood show to Canada, and there's a lot of money in Hollywood about the kind of stuff I do. So because I'm not part of that. Industry or I'm not associated. They just don't want me to get any further ahead mm. So I build a new studio or I hit number one on trending boom I get hit with these hate attacks. Yeah, and I'm like I'm just like a, a guy trying to run his own show here and not You know, I'm trying to tell a good story. I'm trying to entertain an audience. I'm not trying to hurt anyone or but or, that's not
0: How they see it people do not see it at all because they they like to take something and run with it so they have something to talk about someone to talk down upon because it, again, it's yeah. just it's easier to keep attention on something that's negative rather than positive. Positive, yeah. ah, it happens all the time. Negative, I can make a living off this. You know what I'm saying? It's That's that's what we're living
1: in. Yeah. So it's been tough for me, man. Like, it's, it's obviously affected me financially. It's affected my mental health.
0: Wow. Um,
1: you know, it's affected me and my wife's happiness just because like, oh, at this point in my career, I probably thought I would be retiring or stepping down from YouTube. But I, I gotta go to work every day like everyone else. And I'm like, man, if people didn't you know, I used to get a million views a video, and I got half a million views. And I'm like, if people didn't cut me short of my trajectory, I'd probably be living a different life. But, mm. you know, it's so if anyone hates me, you know, they they got something out of me already. I think it's time to move on. Yeah. it's. I like how you brought up mental health, because
0: especially, like, now I, I see mental health as two, two ways, where... There's one side of the world taking it extremely serious. If a man or a woman comes up to you saying, I'm not feeling good up there, people will drop everything, come to your aid. On the other half, on the other side, when you bring it up, it's a joke. It's not real. It's this. It's not, Or it's something not to be taken serious until it's too late. And we've all seen the outcome of when it's too late. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like mental health is something we all got to dive into. Especially if someone brings it to your attention, you got to do what you can.
1: Mm. to try to help that person out yeah life's life's not easy and it's definitely not easy in the public eye mm. um they you know youtube it doesn't pay you for being famous they'll get pay you for your views but you for the rest of your life you're you're out there and like when i get attacked it's not like they're gonna give me a a check for that trauma or yeah, yeah. so yeah anyway i just feel like being a successful YouTuber is the dream job and it's a dream opportunity. But then, yeah, if you get the the wrong side of fame or you get canceled or hated on, it's it's you're gonna have mental health. Oh like, yeah. Look, poor Fuzzy had a big breakdown. Anyone that's really hit the top and come down, it's gonna impact you. Negatively. There was um, there was a porn star. I forgot her name. I forgot. But um,
0: she made a joke about gay people on online. She killed herself a week later. I August Ames? <laughs> August Ames, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, she... she I'm, I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm laughing because, like, you remember the name. Yeah. But um, August Ames, when... It was shortly after, too. It had to, I'm pretty sure it was a few days after. And, again, it's just one of those things... The thing that I hate about the internet... <laughs> is the pe- adult
1: industry is all...
0: Everyone does everything. Yeah. But the thing I hate about the internet is people do not... A lot of people do not understand how strong words are. The other day, Kodak Black was doing a live stream. Um, people are saying he wasn't fully there. Maybe he was off of something, but he was doing a live stream, and then someone in the comments said, you should go back to jail. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't look like you're fully there. The guy started crying, started tearing up mid-live. And it's just one... I see people, yo, is this guy crying? Yo, Kodak's crying. You're too strong. You're too tough to be Mm. crying, this and that. People really don't care. And then once, God forbid, you decide to take your life or do whatever, that's when people say, oh, he shouldn't have done this. We should have took it serious. We should have this... It always takes someone doing something that detrimental for us to finally be like, we should look deeper yeah. into this.
1: Man, six nine. Uh, I feel I saw him in the news today, and I'm like, I've, I, really like Danny, for yeah. what he did. For like coming from so little, dyeing his hair rainbow colors, and just saying, I'm going for it, no matter what, just to better his life. Mm-hmm. And the like every time, like obviously he got jumped at that store, and I have to report on that. I don't feel good doing that, but I just every time he tried, like. He's charismatic. He's entertaining.
0: It was a gym. gym he got jumped What at. did I say? Store.
1: Oh, right. The oh, gym, yeah. So every time he tries to make a comeback or drop something new, um, I feel like people are always just hating on him. You know, of everything's course. negative. And I'm like, all right, just let it die. Like, he's one of the big stars. Yep. He's he's in the the, the, the sphere. He's going to be around regardless. So just let him win. Yep. And, I, and everyone just hates on him. He just did a collab uh, with Kodak
0: Black. Yeah. And now people, because he's a rat... People are doing that guilt by association. Oh, now now you're doing music with a rat? You're just as bad as him. And to me, once I saw that collab, once they posted up and made it public, I'm like, he paid him a good amount of money for him. Because the reputation Kodak holds... You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't be the type of lane he went into, but yeah. money speaks all languages.
1: Who was the other guy on that? There was three. Wasn't uh, there? I have
0: no idea. I just saw Kodak and six. I saw that. Six, yeah, there's
1: a the rat. They had him spitting lines about a rat and cheese. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. I know. Yeah. Imagine paying a guy to talk shit about you. But <laughs> six nine. It, I know. And then I don't know. And his life was on the line. People were sleeping with his his life. Oh yeah. So like, I don't. think He didn't really. I don't know. Anyway, it just no, it whole, saddens me. Just keeps keep witnessing how people bully others. It happens because he's got to eat. He's got to work. He's got to inevitable keep going. too. Because if you're in
0: the public eye, you're gonna get hate. But they say all publicity is good publicity, even if it's notoriety. At, yeah. Even if it's actually your own denture, like it it comes,
1: like messing your mental love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I actually yeah. I've come to a conclusion recently. This is pretty insightful. But I actually feel like you don't get to get all the tens of millions unless you get super like Jake Paul comes to mind everyone beat him up and made so much fun of him before that, he was a boxer yeah uh, Logan Paul got canceled with the, the forests yep there was Mr Beast I don't know he pulled it off but everyone needs to almost like get made fun of humongously on their big payday and then they can laugh the rest of their life because they're financially secure mm-hmm. but you have to be ballsy enough to actually take that ridicule Yep. yeah
0: you got to A- everyone everyone gets put in that light at some point there's no 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 perfect person mm. nelson mandela mother Teresa. you name it everyone's been at that point mm. you know what i'm saying so when it comes to before they're famous what is what is the the aim for 2023 where you yeah, trying to see it well before?
1: I, things are definitely scaled down because i'm home it's just me and my wife and uh the youtube the YouTube's, I, obviously, it's becoming mainstream, right? So I'm like, wow, I, I can never keep up with a mega media organization. I thought I could, but I can't physically keep up with Complex or CNN or yeah. the big dogs, right? So we kind of scale back, but we have diversified that the, the show exists on all those different platforms that I mentioned to you. So we're big on TikTok. We're big on Snapchat. We're getting on Facebook. So there's like a... a more places to make money off the same content. So the show will continue to go. I've built a website where all these scripts and photos and all these resources we gather can live. Um, and the fact that, like, I think we're entering a new era, I'm seeing new artists pop. Like, you have to go through the, the digital fame thing now to be famous. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm never going to run out of talent and stuff. I just, uh, I li- really like to figure out how I get some more views. I haven't mm-hmm. figured it out yet.
0: Yeah, you got to look into that because the ways are changing all the time. And with some people I'm noticing, they just, a lot of people, uh, a lot of videos I see people are just recording for fun and it just randomly blows up. Sometimes it's just the most random things blowing up. Yeah, uh, I've seen a few TikTok, you know, Drewski. Drewski, this guy was doing this random dance and that thing's all over TikTok.
1: It's always the things you least expect to just blow up. I looked Ski up recently and like he didn't even he had like 100 million, 200 million YouTube views. Like he wasn't massive, but he's he's definitely a part of the system. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Maybe like he's got that. a manager and a publicist and he's he's there's gatekeepers that he's definitely working for and I think that's might have something to do with why everything he touches goes mega viral. Yep. Maybe the game's fixed. Maybe that's why I'm struggling. I don't know. I just Again,
0: I guess it's just one of those things you got to look deeper into because everybody has their own way. And what you just brought up, a lot of people like to gatekeep. If they have a way, they feel like if they give it to someone else, they're going to lose whatever they have. So mm-hmm. it's a selfish world we're in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I
1: like to... Well, that's another reason why I keep my show as consistent as it is. Because if I was trying new things and, and I'm like, oh, it's not working because it's the new thing. But I'm like, I've been doing this show for 10 years and it's always... So then I can kind of like suss out, well... Sure, maybe the show's not as great as it used to be, but maybe it's something outside of my control mm. because if I change the show, then I'd have more factors to have to analyze, whereas if the show stays the same and I can see the other moves people are making, I don't know, sometimes I'm, I'm pretty convinced that the rich and powerful are d- deciding who stays on top. That's true.
0: Uh, for me, I always believe, I believe that there's like a little pyramid system going on where the, the most powerful at the very top and, like, you got to be willing to sacrifice and kill to get up there. You're like, looking like Jay-Z
1: over <laughs> oh, I'm there. Not, I'm not into all that type oh, of stuff. But, God. like,
0: to me, I do believe there is a system. There is a system. There There is a, a level that you can go up to and you cannot pass, if that makes sense. Yeah. Especially when Unless it comes you to, got 10 mil. Exactly. And Well, I mean, when you have certain type of money, you could – reality – is whatever you want it to be at that point. Where yeah. and what the example I always use, let's say you're walking into a shoe store, they close at six, you get there at six oh five, they see you and they they you look like a person that have a decent amount of money and that will spend money, the store opens back up. Just for you. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Those type of things.
1: Well then it's interesting because you have to find a workaround. Like the only ones I can think of that figured out how to beat that system is Logan Paul with mm. merch and then prime, Nelk Boys with their Drink Conor McGregor with his whiskey. So, you really need to start selling a consumable product. Mr. Beast has got the burgers and now the chocolate bars. So, you got to turn your audience into a shopping mall. And that's probably the only way to beat the system.
0: I just recently got tapped in with the Nelk Boys, the happy dad drink that they got. That's like I never tried it, but it's just because I'm not really much of a beer guy. I'm um Apple Royale or Crown Royale. Crown Royale. The Apple one's good. Apple is my favorite. But, um, but, yeah, I, me, I noticed to, to stay on top of things, obviously, first do what you got to do. Get up there and then get into the merch world. Get into, like, clothing, beer, whiskey, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Because at some point, your flame is going to go out. And sadly, when it does, yeah. you need something else to keep the keep the money coming in. Totally. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
1: I'm, I've partnered with a brewery there. I'm promoting non-alcoholic beer mm. because I'm not drinking yes. and I love beer so yeah but I'm definitely coming to this conclusion a little later than I would have liked to mm-hmm. uh, but yeah listen you live and you learn I'm going to have kids soon and eventually the kids will be hosting the show
0: oh my goodness that's the goal that's the goal I like that Yeah. Uh, the the last few things I got to ask you here is um, who are some of the people you'd love to have on that you haven't had the chance to have on yet.
1: I was thinking about that today. I remember you're Canadian, right? So you know who Ed The Sock is? Ed The Sock? He was a much music puppet. Okay. If I see him, I might know him. Yeah, I'm a lot older than you. So I remember someone, when I was at like a million views a day, two million views a day, someone asked me, who do I want to interview And I was like, Ed The Sock. And someone's like, what's wrong with you, bro? You're big enough to get Drake. (laughs) And I was like, at the time, I'm like, really? And like the amount of views I was getting, Yeah. Anyway, but I was like, wow, Drake seems like untouchable. Yeah. But I do think he's he still, that was five years ago, he's still probably the biggest interview for anyone to book. Uh, Toronto Guy, local. Oh, Toronto Guy. Yeah, yeah, Drake, yeah. Drake, okay, right? Okay. So I guess Drake, like uh, Jim Carrey's my. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, there's, who there's, there's, I someone to meet. Guy,
0: there's someone named Toronto Guy. My bad. I was thinking about oh, someone else. Oh,
1: no. Drake's the Toronto Guy. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. probably interview Drake, Jim Carrey, and. Uh, I don't know. That's probably the only two I would think or would change my life. So Jim Carrey and Drake. Those are the two guys you'd really
0: love to have on.
1: Yeah, I kind of through the through doing the show, every Hollywood star has knows who I am and has watched at least the video I've made on them. Yeah, yeah. So I've had a lot of good interactions and I've had some bad interactions that way. But in a sense, I've interacted with them. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really like, you know, care to. Peter Farley, He he made Dumb and Dumber. He's a director. Mm. I've slept on his couch once when I was in that movie, Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. I might like to go to dinner with him again. But yeah, like I'm not too like s- starstruck or like maybe Conor McGregor, ha- hang out with him. He's Irish. I don't know. It's not like I'm, I'm begging to do these things. Yeah, this guy likes to get violent.
0: I saw him swing on that mascot. Now, apparently yeah. now that mascot was in the hospital.
1: Yeah, he was promoting a product though. I, maybe he just he got cancelled and now he's just like, I'll be the bad guy. He just yeah. doesn't care anymore. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Because bad news
0: sells. Of course, of course. Now, um, to people that are trying to get to this position that you're at right now, you know what I'm saying, what would be your advice to them?
1: It's a grind. Um, I would, you know, it's just starting. Like, I really, like, I'm seeing new people pop up each and every day. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood, I would probably, I should have moved to Hollywood. So someone like you should probably start doing interviews down that way. Mm. It's just an ecosystem that everyone respects the hustle and the grind and the, the giving each other exposure more than anywhere else in the world. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think it's doable. I don't think people will become YouTube millionaires overnight, yeah. kind of like, you know, my first couple of years were really fantastic. It, it's definitely in, in monetizing your audience and it's definitely doable. And it's, we're gonna see a lot, like for years and years to come, $100,000 a year Jeez. Just people that like probably in every city there'll be like ten thousand people that make a hundred grand a year yeah. because they're influential in mothering or sports or yeah. you know it's just it's a whole it's a whole industry.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Um, how did you find out about Convo and Marlo, my podcast?
1: Um, I I saw you on Instagram. I think you maybe we we were ta- chatting or yeah. you we we were, we were talking with each other. you I, I always. Check my DMs. If yeah. you're from Canada, I'm always like, "Oh, you must be from Toronto," and you weren't. i like, "What? You're gonna you're gonna come out here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And i like, "Oh, I've been to Edmonton. Yeah, I know all about it. We did Alfonso Davies before they were famous. I've been, yeah, because I've been there. I, I know enough about the city, and I'm always down to support anyone that's trying to, you know, figure it out yeah, and like climb that. up.
0: I like that. Now, my very um, or not my last thing. I was gonna say. For the people that are trying to get in contact with you, or want to show support or hate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Let them know where they could find you. Hate? No,
1: no thanks on the hate, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think by now everyone knows I'm the Before They're Famous guy. I, I am uh, available on every platform. We've got the Before They're Famous handle, but on, on a personal level, Michael McCrudden, BTWF, is how you get a hold of me. Um, michael at beforetherefamous.com is my email. Please do not attack me. Um, I'm in a different chapter of my life. I just want to have some kids mm. and kiss my beautiful wife and kiss my beautiful dogs and uh, no internet beef. I'm just here to tell a good story. Okay. Well, it's your it's your boy Convo and Marlo,
0: Michael McCruden, and I'm out.